This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win, order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! Happen in 49, 61, 63, or 69 when they reach the final. But the class of 2021 have delivered. Leicester City are FA Cup winners at last and are history makers at Wembley. They have blown their rivals away. They have blown us all away in truth. Premier League champions 2016. The amazing. Your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. Right, Chris. All right there. How the devil are we all? Yep. Back again, twice a night again tonight. Um, We've got the weekend review show. Yeah. And unfortunately, we played at the weekend and, yeah, didn't go too well for us i'm afraid but we will have to discuss that as much as i don't want to of course we lost 2-0 to arsenal arsenal 
Indeed. This is Leicester Till I Die TV. We are live on YouTube, Leicester Till I Die TV. As I say, that's the channel name. Please find us, uh, give it a like, and um, please, please, if you haven't already, subscribe. And if you're listening on Catch Up on the podcast, thank you so much for doing that. Um, Amazon, Apple iTunes, Google, Spotify, Podcast Addict, to name but a few. This is where you can find us. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Broadcasting live worldwide. And so let's welcome my co-presenter back going forward for this show. Didn't put her off last week, which... It's the first time I've not done that, so she must have enjoyed it. Louise, good evening. How are you? I'm really good, thank you. Didn't put uh, you off last week, then? No, no. Had some technical <laughs> issues, but we sorted them, so, yeah. With it, it, it's amazing how many times when you see you go to watch these channels that people start late because of technical problems. Oh, so yeah. don't worry. We all, <laughs> we all get the gremlins. <laughs> I do believe there's a cream for it. So it's been um, yeah, it's been an interesting weekend, and we were just sort of talking off camera there about it. But mm-hmm. there's so much doom and gloom about that. I, I wanted to start with sort of kind of upbeat. And this guy, I mean, you know, if it didn't bring a tear to your eye, I think you, you possibly would be lying. And you know, I, I was watching. I think it was match of the day, and I think that the, the commentator said, you know, you're not going to be able to see this, but even the Villa fans are applauding. Um, it was a special moment, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, obviously everyone knows, like, the troubles going on, but you yeah. can't imagine what that's like to be in a no. completely different country to your family when that is going on. And even if he hasn't got family there, I'm not sure, but it's... Yeah. You have that attachment to where you're from, don't you? You, 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 you do. It's that your, it's your country. Yeah. And, um, I don't know whether he plays for the interna- uh, international team or what that le- like level is for him, but yeah. you've seen a lot of um, Ukrainian players being obviously very, very emotional when they're having to do their job under those circumstances. Yes. And I'm really, yeah. really proud of the footballing community who have been amazing across the board. You know, you've had minutes of silence and we've had you know everyone is behind Ukraine in this country I think so yes everyone yeah. showed that and that's obviously all all going to help players yeah. that are playing here feel more no, I mean I mean he plays for the, he's played for the Ukraine team like under 19s and 21s and 100 mm-hmm. odd games for the main team and and it just like you say you can't imagine you, you, you presume he's got family over there, like you say. But you can't imagine how you concentrate on yeah. on something like that, you know. Um, but all credit to him. It was a great moment in what must be a horrible time from a few moments. And it's brilliant, like you say, you know, the football fans, yeah, we do the flags and whatever. But I think applauding when the opposition score is... is um, is a, is a nice move and respect to the, to the Villa fans for doing that. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Know. Some things are just bigger than football and big, bigger than the tribalism that football has. And, you know, totally. obviously what's going on in Ukraine yeah. Is, yeah. is massively more important. <laughs> yes, yeah. 
can't get away from it, though. It does kind of rule everybody's lives at the moment. It's uh, it's almost like COVID never happened, really, isn't it? Yeah, but, well, it's just going from one bad thing to another, isn't it? It is. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, no, it's not good at the moment. No. We were talking before about it, it's getting bad for Chelsea, but it's not as bad as, you know, that they, they, as well, you know, you, you don't need to be tired, um, crying into your, uh, into your coffees and teas just yet. I mean, like you said... They're not going out of business. No. There will be a Chelsea football club playing in the Premier League next season. You know, and that's what they've got to hold on to. Someone will buy Chelsea. It's not going to go out of out of business. My wor- Their worry is that whoever buys them isn't going to have the money that Abramovich has got. And that's yeah. probably going to be true. But in the grand scheme of things, do you know, again, some things are bigger than football. Yes. Yeah. And if we can put pressure on Putin in any way, shape or form, then that's what we have to do. Agreed. Agreed. I think as long as, I mean, I know the Premier League, I think have sort of allowed them to have money from the TV, you know, viewing mm-hmm. pot, whatever it is, and uh, and ticket money. But I, I, I just sort of, I wasn't totally, and I get everything is so bigger, but it was when they sort of said, right, if you're not a season ticket holder, you, you can't come and see the games. Now, I don't know whether any Chelsea fans can get in or it, all the seats are taken by season ticket holders, but I just thought sometimes it's just, it is always the fans that seem to suffer. And yes, it is bigger, but like you say, you know, if you, if you, if you upset Chelsea, just give a Berry fan a ring and ask him how he's feeling. You know Exactly. Yes. And again, like I said, before we started, Chelsea have had this money that they should never have had. We've known for a long time the links he's had with Putin and they took the money. Yes. Chelsea took yes. the money and the Premier League took the money. Yes. It's only now that the government have got involved that they, that this is actually an issue. Yeah. And it should be an issue. It should have been an issue 10 years ago or however long it was when he bought it. It wasn't. It was. He's now putting on a lot of money that he wants back. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's and funny how quickly he's... He's running away, isn't it? I mean, it was almost, you know, <laughs> couldn't wait to get out sort of thing, you know. But well, he, he said... He handed it over, didn't he, to the charitable board or whatever yeah. it is at Chelsea. Yeah. And that, we again, everyone knew that was because he didn't want it taken off him. Hmm. He was giving it to them to try and, this is no longer mine. But at the end yeah. of the day, he's still the owner. He still owns Chelsea Football Club. Yeah. Yes. So he was still going to be making money out of it. And, he, you know, he's going on TV saying, I'm, I'm going to give all this money that Chelsea owe me to the Ukrainian war effort. Mm. No, you're not, though, are you? Someone, whoever buys it is paying that. Yes. You know, we're not stupid. Yeah. Don't treat us like we are. Yes, yes. Um, but uh, uh, Chris, good evening. How are you? So welcome along. Nice to see you in the chat. Uh, yeah, 2002, apparently, when Roman bought Chelsea. It, it could be, like like I, I was saying off screen before we came live, there but for the grace of God, you know, you don't know what Thailand's going to do in a couple of years. That, that could be us. And it does yeah. make you think, and I was having a chat today with somebody, sort of, if these, you know, when these businessmen get bored or run out of money, it, 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 there's going to be some seismic changes, I think, in, in the football structure of this country. Yeah, I mean, it's always difficult because the Premier League has such pull. It is mm. one of the best, if not the best division in the world. Yes. That's why people want a football club in the Premier League. 
the Premier League's job is to make sure that this money that is coming in is coming from the right places. Yeah. And they did. They did with Newcastle and then they went back on it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. This money yes. is quite clearly coming from this place. You already know that. You've already said no to it. Why then say yes? I mean, I don't know. I didn't follow the story particularly closely with Newcastle. Of and course, obviously, yeah. as a Newcastle fan, you're going to be ecstatic. Yeah. yeah, You're going to be the next Man City or whatever. But as a league, you either have to be, you have to take them on the high ground all the time or never. You can't pick and choose when you do it. And that's what they're doing. Exactly. Exactly. Um, to- totally, totally agree. It is all about money, whatever you, you whatever way you try and look at it. Um, but in, in the middle of all this, a few games broke out. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we wish they hadn't, but unfortunately they did. Um, and we uh, we will come to that later because it was the last game apart from tonight's. Which, if I just double check here um, somewhere, it is. Still nil nil. Second half we're into now. Um, it looks like it does look like Manchester City are playing Leicester because Manchester City have had fourteen shots and Palace <laughs> have had three. So yeah, they've not, not scored from a corner though, have they? Well, no, no. You had to you had to say that, didn't you? I <laughs> do. We we. I'm sure that will come back and uh, uh, later yeah. on in the show. Um, the FA or Premier League need to do proper background checks before they buy any club. Yes, they're all they're supposed to, aren't they? You know, they are supposed to. But uh, there we go. That's all. That's all the political side. But started off on Saturday, and it was pretty much if you were watching match of the day, you got a, a fair share of your club being on it because, say, yeah. Liverpool went to Brighton, uh, Brentford and Burnley met up, and. What I said was going to be a low-scoring draw <laughs> ended up as a 3-2 to Manchester, which, as always, shows you exactly what I know about football, which is <laughs> nothing, nothing. But we'll start with this one. Um, Brighton and Hove Albion nil, Liverpool 2. It was never going to be any other way, was it, really? No, I mean, it's a, it's a game even away from home that you'd expect Liverpool to win, but Brighton mm. did have a really good chance when it was 1-0. So had they scored that, maybe things would have been different. But I yeah. still feel Liverpool would probably have won the game regardless of whether that goal went in. Brighton are not going down. They're not probably going to get Europe. It's just no. another season for them that's, you know, staying in the Premier League. And to be fair, that's a good season for them. It is. I mean, but it has sort of petered out a little bit because they were being talked about as um, getting into Europe, whether that's the conference or the Europa, it doesn't really make much difference. We're still getting into Europe. Uh, and they've lost five, at least five on the trot now. Um, and and you think like, well, you know, has has the bubble burst for them? Like you say, they're not going to go down, um, but it kind of evens out over the season, doesn't it? Yeah, and the the problem is is the squad, isn't it? It's not it's not big enough. It's not got yeah. enough talent. When they start to get injuries, which obviously you bound to, and mm-hmm. you know red cards, whatever yeah. players get COVID, whatever it be, that's when they're gonna slide because they haven't got that second team. They they've just not got the players after the after the team. They've not got squad players. Yes, yeah. Um, Diaz is looking an excellent buy for Liverpool. Very very much so. Yeah. 
I mean, the goal he scored was a really good one. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just another option, isn't it? It's just another option for what they've got up front. I really, really want Liverpool to win the league. I do not want Man City to win. I think they will, though. I think Man City will win it. But Liverpool are starting to make it, you know, a two-horse race rather than a one-horse race, which is obviously better for the division, you know, more exciting for the Liverpool. Definitely. I mean, you know, like you say, it's... The, the bottom half, you know, the, the relegation battle was looking more exciting. And I'm thinking, like, we're getting more and more like Scotland here, where it is one of three or four teams that always seem to win it. See, I'm torn with this, and I'm I'm glad Liverpool are making a fight of it, because it is making it more exciting for those of us that are stuck mid-table. But the way I get this is Liverpool have won the same number of Premier League trophies as we have. All right, it took them a bit longer, but they still got one. Now, it would be nice to see Man City and Chester City not win it again, but then Liverpool, if they win it, have got one more than us. (laughs) From a selfish point of view, I think I want Manchester City. Yeah, I I just don't want us to end up like Scotland. That's the problem. Yeah, totally. I don't want the same teams winning all the time. That's why, you know, when we did win it, 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 I I hoped that that would give impetus to other teams. And it didn't work out like that because, you know, it has been Manchester City, Liverpool, and Chelsea ever since. Um, But yeah, I I can't see any other team winning it than Man City for the foreseeable future because the squad they have and the money they have, the manager they have, like it's all in place for them to win a lot of trophies. Yes, and I kind of almost think they'd like to swap with Liverpool because I feel Liverpool would want another Premier League trophy, but Man City want the Champions League. So, like, they, I think yeah. they, you know they'd love to swap that with each other. Um, yes. but it, you never know what's going to happen. They're not winning yeah. tonight. You know that's two points yeah. game for Liverpool. Yes. Oh God. Yeah. And like I say it does make it more exciting. And I don't want it to get like Scotland because it's just, you know, I mean, it almost decries that, you know, you look at, at Brendan Rogers was at Celtic and everybody says, Oh yeah, and I'm not I'm not getting into a Rogers in or out because I'm Rogers in and that, that's the end of it. But you know, I'm I'm a realist and I look and think, yeah, he did really well in Scotland, but for all, most of the time he was in Scotland, Rangers weren't even in the same division. And yeah. it kind of, like you say, I don't really want to get it that. And you've got sort of, you know, Paris, it's always, you know, nine times out of town, PSG, same with, you know, with, with Spain, although Atletico Madrid are sort of making a bit of a, a fist of it in recent years. But I do, know, I do know what you mean. And can I just say, um, Brighton, if you wanted to so know, you know, how to stop uh, Salem scoring a goal, you should have been watching <laughs> us. <laughs> that's a bit unfair i know because it, it did hit the post but you know i went obviously for an away win and uh and i think the money was always on me getting that one right you yeah. know um the next game uh now brentford burnley um i i said the other week because as you know i do a lot with dam from turf House tv um mm-hmm. he was thinking about coming on tonight but he's actually in bed let's just not go there i did actually ask him uh just if he was coming on and his reply was i'm in bed already um once i've done doing what i'm doing and i, I thought i really don't want to know this stuff <laughs> i really don't want to know this thank you very much he hates it when i say burnley are gonna win because they never do but like i say they had 
that couple of good games, and I thought, yeah, maybe their season is turning because Dan's been saying they're a second half of the season team and all this. Um, and I, but, you know, I thought they might actually make a fight of it and stay up, but I don't think necessarily they will do this time because Watford and all the other results went against them. Yeah. I don't know. Don't know. Then the new strikers come in. He's only got one goal. I think it's going to be hard for Burnley to stay up. Yeah, I think it's always hard for Burnley to stay up because of the money they're spending and the mm. squad they have. Yes. I think John Jarrett's just a great job every time he keeps them in the Premier League. And when they did go down, obviously bring them more or less straight back up. But yeah. again, I worry for Burnley because they don't score enough goals. Been their mm. problem for so long that at some point it's, well, you need to spend the money and sort it. You know what your problem is. Defensively, you're pretty solid. Don't give too many goals away. But you don't score any. Yes. You cannot win games if you don't score goals. They no. just don't score enough goals, uh, enough no. to win enough games. I mean, they've won three all season. You know, Norwich have won more than them, you know, mm. <laughs> in fairness. And, you know, you look at it and, you know, obviously we'll come on to Norwich in a bit, but they they haven't won in five. But they're only four points behind Burnley or the Burnley got a couple of games in hand, but you can't see them winning that. Um, and I just think, you know, and Brentford, I mean, they must, they're going to have to wrap Ivan Tony up in cotton wool, aren't they? Let's be honest with you. Yeah. And they're going to have to send him somewhere away, way, way away from here in the summer because yes. I really feel that there's a good chance he probably won't be playing for Brentford at the start of next season. No. Because if someone's going to take him, I'm not saying like a top top team because I don't think he's proven enough that for that yet. But yeah. there is a big difference between where Brentford are and that top six or seven, where I think he probably would be okay and would probably fit in a few sides there. I think he would have left if Brentford hadn't come up. If they hadn't won the playoff, I think yeah. he would have gone. And I've got to be honest with you, I was giving him a big shout that I would have liked to have seen him at Leicester. Mm. Yeah, because again, he would offer us something different to Vardy, yes. wouldn't he? And, you know, we've been proven over the last few weeks, we need to start mm. thinking about our life without him because he isn't going to go on forever. The older he gets, the more injuries he's going to get and the longer it's going to yeah. take him to come back from those injuries. So, Definitely. yeah, you need you need someone. And I love Patterson. I love him. He seems just the most genuine person. Reminds me a lot of Kante yeah. in, in that respect. But... Yeah. He's not scoring enough goals. No, no. I mean, we have to get past... When you look at the fact that he scored... And he's not, you know, he scored a few... I think he scored 10 or something, but four of those did come in one game, to in fairness. <laughs> as achievable as that is, you have to take that into account. And I think also, when you look at... Um, you know, in Acho, I feel so sorry. Oh, well, we'll come on to Leicester later yeah. um, on that. Um, otherwise, I'll, I'll go off on a 10-minute rant here. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I do, I do. I think Brentford are going to be safe. I wanted them to stay up because I do okay. like – because I still think of Leicester as not little old Leicester as such, but we're not, you know, one of the big six. And I like, you know – these teams the that come up, like like Sheffield United did a couple of seasons ago, and give it a good shot. Watford and Norwich don't. Brentford have given it a go. Yeah. They've slipped up. I think that I think they're going to be safe. You know. Yeah, I think Brentford will be safe, and I, I'm very much like you. I like to see these smaller clubs because not only it makes such a difference to them because they don't have the money. 
Like it's it's different mm. for them. And like little old Leicester, like everyone used to call us. Yeah. And then we went and won it. You know, because the more clubs you have that are smaller in the Premier League, the more likely that is to happen. And it's very yeah. unlikely, let's be honest, that something like that's going to happen again. But yeah. the more teams you've got in there, the bigger chance, you know, the more that chance increases. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Chris, I don't know what they've done with the money. Um, it would be a very good question. Certainly not spending it on players. I think the thing you've got to think with Burnley is, and I, as you know, I lived in Burnley for 20-odd years. They're not a huge club. They've not got a sort of a huge stadium. You know, they can't go out and just spend the money on the players because you have got to think of financial fair play. And whilst certain other clubs... You know, they'll pay the fine and it's like pocket money to the owner. You know, yeah. to clubs like Burnley and Derby and teams like that, it does it does affect them. So they, they can't risk going over that because of the sort of size sort of stadium and the, the fan base they've got. But, you know... Yeah, you know what, money doesn't guarantee you staying in the Premier League. They no. could spend a lot of money and still go down. Yes, indeed. You know, they're looking with injuries or they just, you know, players yeah. don't click, whatever happens. So then that then affects them coming back. And I think that's what Burnley is. It's that kind of like, do we risk it and yes. push that little more? Because I do think they, probably, they could spend, like, just buy yeah. a striker. Buy someone who's good as got you 15 goals, 20 a season. Just do it. Yes, because yes. That's what you need. But they and don't. I think at least they, they do make, you know, they do, like say, give it a go, unlike Norwich yeah. and, and Watford. Who, but uh, like I say, that's, that's my little pet. Hey, talking about, and I, obviously I went for the... The home win there, and I got that one right. Talking of you know of teams that sort of buy big names, but you know it doesn't guarantee you're going to win anything. Manchester United. <laughs> well, was, I don't think Burnley are going to get Ronaldo somehow. I don't no, think no, that's going to no, be possible no. for them. But their yeah. their season <laughs> is unraveling fast, um, and to my mind, you know they it's just so badly run. You know, I mean. The, and I think I don't know. I'm probably mentioning this every week, but it, you know, people that own football, they're supposed to be businessmen. They're supposed to know what they're doing. Now, you know, if you're going to sack a manager in your in your business, you've got an idea of somebody you're going to promote or bring in to to fulfil that role. And yeah. you know, they've they've got rid of Ollie. They've then, and this is supposedly one of the biggest clubs in the world. They then. Decided they're going to wait until the end of the season to get the person they want. So they bring in a temporary manager. Temporary managers don't work because the players are thinking, well, you're not going to be here. Boss, you're not going to be my manager next season, even if you're at the club. Um, and then you're worse off than the manager that had you before because Ollie, like it or not, Man United, he got you to second one season. He got you to a, to a European final. Like he didn't win it, but he got you to fourth last season or the season before. No, I think it was fourth season before because they took our place, didn't they, on the yeah. last day. And then last season they were third. So, you know, and they've now got a guy in who, who seems to just be letting it unravel. I went for a low-scoring draw, <laughs> which again shows exactly what I know about football. But Tottenham... Yes, they've got, um, you know, they've got Kane, they've got Son and what have you, but I think Conte's not quite got it right yet, has he? And I think it probably be next season when he's had a proper summer transfer window to get his players in. He's, he's got to have a clear out, hasn't he? Yeah, my only concern with Conte and Tottenham is Daniel Levy. Yeah. 
is not known for spending money. He doesn't really like to do it. And if he is going to spend money, it's usually off the back of selling, you know, getting something from selling a player. And apart from Harry Kane, who would you want? Like, he is the star of that team by a long way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to lose him because you can't replace someone like Kane. You cannot replace that. His goals in your team. You're not going to do that. So you don't want to let Kane go, but you want to buy new players. So you need to sell players. But the only one that people want to buy is Kane. Yeah. So it's like, what do you do? It's like when Gareth Bale left. Yeah. Yes. The theory was they were going to sell Gareth Bale. They were going to use the money to buy a whole new team, and it was all going to be great. That didn't happen. Mm. So that's I, my I only get, concern. I get what you're saying, and I think I think the only thing possibly is because. Obviously, Conte turned them down in the summer mm-hmm. and they ended up with choice 9, 10, whatever it was with Nuno. Didn't work out. They then went and got Conte in. And like I've said, I've said many times, there's that Conte, Tottenham needed Conte more than Conte needed Tottenham. He didn't need yes. a job. He's, you know, we know when managers are sacked, yeah, we feel sorry for them, but they walk off with a, quite a big, nice, you know, million pound, 20 million pound check or whatever it is in their pocket. So he, he didn't need it. And I'm sure he would have put some, you know, conditions in there uh, for Daniel Levy. It will be interesting to see where it goes because he's not a yes man. And I think Daniel Levy no. needs a yes man in there. Um, we, we will see. And, you know, I think they're I think they're about eighth at the moment, aren't they? For me, that's probably where this sort of will finish up um, come come the end of the season. No, they're, they're, yes, they're eighth. So I was right. You know, win lose, win win lose. Man United, on the other hand, I didn't see this performance coming. Ronaldo decides I'm going to turn up for this game, but the problem is. <laughs> You don't know that he's going to turn up every game. It depends whether he's in the mood or not. But no, no one player can win you the league. That's not how football works. No. <laughs> you know, Ronaldo has not hit the form that he did last time he was here or when he was at other clubs. But that's because Juve are winning all the time. They're, they're, that's what they're doing. They're winning. Yes. Then it's come to United who are not winning, or not as often. Mm. I mean, you say, you, like you say, you say that though. They did get a second and a third in the, under Raleigh. No, it's not like they were complete disasters. No. But that's the difference to being at a Leicester and a Man United. Oh, Man United yes. expect to be winning leagues. Second yes. is not good enough for them. Mm. And I don't think Ollie was ever the long term solution. In fact, I don't think he should have been given the job personally. But that's my own opinion of him. True. When he that came, that's what I thought. Yeah. He did kind of change my mind a little bit because. Mm. He did get him playing better. He got that team unity a bit back, and he from did. what I've heard, people are happy. We're happy with that, really. He got he got the team unity back that Jose seems to have left. You know, let go of the, the club, and and everybody yeah. was sort of he'd lost the dressing room. Ollie seemed to get it back, but I mean, again, do you, the Man United and, and businessmen. You employ a manager, you give him a temporary contract, so you, you you're paying his club where he was at. So that you can get him, weird decision, but there we go, because he hadn't got any experience. And I think he came in, I think the Glaziers saw him as this Teflon man because you know he's an ex-player, nothing would ever stick to him, and the fans all the fans all love us. Um he got them winning. His contract hadn't even expired, and they went, We're gonna sign you permanently. Yeah. And it all went wrong. <laughs> you know, it, it's at least let the contract run and see what he can do. 
Yeah, I think knee-jerk reaction is we need to because the fans were unhappy. Yes. The fans were incredibly unhappy, but they always are with the Glazers. Yeah. Getting on him isn't going to make them happy at them. Might help help a bit because they're winning or whatever, but then to look at me unhappy, no one, no Man United fan likes the Glazers at all and never is going to. Because no. of the money they took out of the club. Mm. But you've done that, like you say, that's the decision you've made. Stick with it. Yes. Stick with your decision. If you can honestly say the situation that you could get is better, you can get a better manager, go mm. do it. But like you say, some guy on half a season contract. Yes. I mean, I mean, there's some there's some weird decisions being made. And I think, you know, some fans forget. I always say just, you know, go and look at Liverpool. Because they were they were like Man United were under Ferguson before, and it's took them thirty years to turn things round, you know. And mm. these these players are moaning, but hey, you know that that that's Man United's problem. But I didn't, I say I didn't predict this one at all. I went for the low the low score draw, which as I will say um, shows what this I know. Last 71... thing I want to say: all three mm. goals absolutely amazing. Well, yeah, he's got that in right. him, hasn't he? But you know, well, one player, right one player cannot yeah. keep a club. You know, people say, "Oh, Tillemans isn't playing well." So Leicester aren't playing well. Well, it's not just Tillemans. You know, one yeah. player can't keep uh, you know a team running. Uh, but yeah. uh, but yes, there was, and you know, as much as you know, there's times maybe you're thinking like, "Oh, I'm not sure." You know, it's a bit smarmy and. Those of us who are long memory remember the World Cup kick that he did and everything. But yeah. you've got to say, yeah, when he, you know, he can do magic with that ball. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, 72 minutes at Palace and it's still nil-nil. I mean, imagine Liverpool are getting really excited. Um, <laughs> yeah. and so probably Arsenal are probably throwing the pants because um, <laughs> if, if, if uh, Man City don't get a win, Liverpool are really going to be going for it, you know. But... Uh, Anyway, we move on to Sunday when most of the games um, yep. uh, happened. Um, Chelsea, Newcastle, Everton, Wolves, Leeds, Norwich, Southampton, Watford, West Ham, Villa, and of course, some team in North London played Leicester. <laughs> and um, I say this every week again there's some surprising results, but it's that's the Premier League this season, you know, mm -hmm. and I kind of on on the first game Chelsea Newcastle I I went for the draw because Newcastle are on the up and I think um I think they're going to be safe um I think Eddie Howe's got them into a good position and I know you know some some of the Burnley fans or Dan has said to me yeah they're buying themselves out of you know relegation I mean that's that's yeah. football at the moment <laughs> You know, yeah. we all, you know, I'm sure, you know, there's clubs that, you know, like Oldham and Rochdale that look at Burnley and think, oh, I wish we had your money, you know. Um, uh -oh. And um, I was just reading Rennie's message then. Yeah, so I, I thought Chelsea, you know, not been brilliantly on form, but, you know, they stuck at it and it's a 90-minute game or if you play Tottenham, 95. But uh, Chelsea did... What was what was needed to be done? Yep, that, and that's pretty much it. I mean, Newcastle, um, on a lot of the Premier League pages, were livid that they didn't get a penalty. Mm. I think it was a penalty, from what I've seen of it. I've only seen it once, but I thought it yeah. was a penalty. 
However, I don't think they deserve to get a point out of the game. So it depends how you want to look at it. As obviously mm. as a Newcastle fan, you scream in penalty, you're you know, oh the the referees always favour the big six and all that rubbish. Yes. Um and yeah, but I thought Chelsea did exactly what they wanted to do. Um in difficult circumstances, you know, they they didn't mm. let what's happening off the pitch affect them on it. And that's yeah. you know, you've got to give them credit for that because not knowing what's happening is the worst in any yes. situation. The not knowing is yes. the worst. And that's what they're the situation they're in at the minute. Like I said, I don't think they're going bust or anything, but no. Who knows? I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you can, you know, it's all well, yeah, they're on good money, blah, blah, blah. But they've they've still got mortgages, they've still got families, you know, and yeah. I'm sure they're not gonna, you know be out of a job come come the summer but you just never know you just yeah. never know and it will be it will be no pun intended but playing at the back of the minds you know what, what's happening and Tuchel's done well to keep them maybe you no know, secure them from that and you, you can't avoid it altogether but you know concentrate with what's going on on the pitch um they, they've gone five you know Liverpool Chelsea and Arsenal have all you know Red, green, 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 green. You know, it, it's it's five wins in a row f- for all of them. I don't think Chelsea are going to win it. I don't think they're going to even, you know, this, but the seven points off Liverpool. So it isn't it isn't impossible for them to maybe grab second, but I had them down for actually winning it this season. I thought Tuchel was going to uh, uh, actually get a trophy. He's got obviously the World Cup, but um, yeah, I think. I think Chelsea have, have got that third position is, is theirs, but uh, do you see them put, of, of, of managing to get a title run? Because you're expecting Liverpool and Man City to to drop points, aren't mm. you? Yeah, I'm assuming at some point that top half, that top bit's got to play each other. I mean, yeah, not, you know, at some point, so points will be dropped. I just don't see Chelsea having the consistency. That mm. I think Liverpool and Man City are going to have. Yes, yeah, I think this is the first time they've gone that many games, sort mm. of, you know, with without losing. Where you know, I think Man, Man City and Liverpool are, are pretty good at that. Um, next game, well, <laughs> um, it just gets worse and worse and worse for Everton, doesn't it? You know, yeah. lost one nil, <laughs> player sent off. Off the field troubles as well, you know, the talking points deductions and what have you. Not a good time to be an Everton fan at the moment. No, not at all. And I've heard a lot of, well, if they get points deducted, it won't come off this season, it will be next. Mm. So all they're doing then is they do manage to stay up this season, which is looking less and less likely as the season goes on. Yeah. Then you're going down next season. 21 points is a hell of a lot of points. And I know, yeah. like, Derby are obviously putting a big fist of it, but that's a total different division. Yeah. And, again, like, the the prospects that they have, you know, they're moving into a new stadium. That was all supposed to be good. If that stadium ends up in the championship, we again, how like, is the finances going to work out? <laughs> well, yeah, we do. How is that finance is going to work out? Yeah. Then are you going to get back into it the season you drop down? Mm. Is it two seasons? Is it three, four, five? The big question is as well, if if the points are deducted next season and they go Mm -hmm. down, 
then they're not the Premier League, you know. How does that work out? Do they still get the points deducted? Or? I don't think they do if they go down. No. Um, however, I'm not a 1,000% sure on it. But yeah. again, if that is the case, if they go down and then they get that 21-point deduction, which they should still get, mm. I'm sorry, but you broke the rules, you should still get yes. the punishment, whatever division yeah. you're in. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. No. The the only team I've actually known that's actually come back from anything like that was Eddie Howe's Bournemouth, who, when I, I came down here sort of um, 15 years ago, it was this, or something like that. No, no, 10, 11, no, 10, 12 odd years. <laughs> <laughs> Bournemouth were in the bottom league. They, they'd they been deducted 27-odd points, so they, they weren't getting them back. And Eddie Howe came in. And the rest, as they say, is, is history. But um, yeah, you can't. I mean, that was that was then, and that was in a different division, like you say, altogether. Ever, Everton. I mean, they're on the same number of points now as Watford. Yes, Watford have played three more games. But you know, when you look at teams like, and I say the same for Burnley as well. Yes, they've got game in hands, but can you see them winning that game? You know, one of those games in hand that they've got is actually against Burnley. That's a huge, huge game. Mm. And I think in many ways more for Everton than Burnley. Yes. Yes. In many, I know that sounds silly because obviously they've got the game in games in hand. At the end of the yeah. day, it's still in Everton's it's still in Everton's hands. They mm. win the games in hand, they will fly up. Yeah. I'm going away from that uh, relegation zone. I don't see them winning three games. No, no, not on the current form, no. You yeah. know, they're not one in four. And it's interesting because on Thursday they're hosting Newcastle. Yeah. So that's going to be uh, that's going to be interesting. Um, Wolves, I mean, you know, they, they did us recently, didn't they? Um, mm -hmm. You know, they they lost three, and then you know they they then beat uh, beat Watford, and obviously they won this one. And they've got Leeds coming up, Wolves, but. I got it wrong again with Wolves because I thought they would struggle without um, Nuno, but Bruno has come in and replaced him. And, you know, seventh, is it's, whether they stay that way or not, obviously, I don't know. Tottenham have got a couple of games in on them, but it, it, it's European position. Yeah, which, again, for a club like Wolves, is a great season. Yes. But it yeah. isn't any better than what they were under Nuno. No, so, no. You they've know. not. They've not progressed. They've not gone no. backwards either. They were exactly where they were when he left. Yes. Had, yeah. Had he stayed, who knows what would have happened? Maybe they would have fell down because you know that mm. might have energized him or whatever. But yeah, I just I don't know why Wolves let him go. Whether we, I don't know whether he left or whether Wolves pushed him out of door. It was sort of mutual. <laughs> okay. They'd fallen so out. Let's just put it that way. They did. He I think like the a, job, basically. Yes, I think it, it was uh, the uh, a Nigel Pearson moment, uh, yeah. <laughs> like he had with uh, with Top. Eighty minutes now, and it's still nil nil. This is getting very interesting. Um, the, yeah, I, I think. Uh, how, I many think points, how many points? Liverpool behind Man City. Sorry, how many points? Three. Three, but after this, um, let's just bring the table up because, uh, no, that no, sorry, no, I was looking at an old table, they're four points behind as it stands at the moment because Everton, uh, 
I think he got the point for uh, for thinking. But Liverpool have got a game in hand on them. Um, So if Palace were to win, which I can't probably see it, but who knows after this weekend, um, then it's the three. But if they don't and Liverpool can beat Arsenal, and again, that's no given the way Arsenal are playing at the moment. Um, it's just getting. It is actually. Thank you, Liverpool. It is getting. Thank you, Palace. It's getting that top yeah. half of the table interesting again. Um, I went for an away win. Um, I don't think you could you could ever go for anything other than uh, Everton losing at the moment. No, um, I can't back on, back Everton in any way, shape, or form at the moment. No, no. Now this one, I was doing well at this point because I got a home win for this one. Um, <laughs> I I can never go for Norwich. I want Norwich to go down, as you know, and I want them to disappear for a couple of seasons up their own backside and come when you when when they, you decided to sort of give it a, a proper go then come up. And we know you can give it a proper go because they've done it before in the top division. They got to Europe one season. Um, So it is possible, Norwich, but just coming up and going down, you just, I can say, denying anybody else a chance. But this was a huge, huge win for uh, for Leeds and a very exciting end to the game. Yeah, and I just think as well, Leeds have got the huge boost of having Bamford back. Yeah. I don't know what it is about him, but I remember him playing it, you know, and he was not a player that I thought would play in the Premier League. But for Leeds, it's it's working for them. And they're a yeah. different side when he's playing. Um, and he was instrumental in those goals, so. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like I can say, and and you know, <laughs> three goals after after ninety minutes that was uh, got to be exciting, you know. I mean, first of all, you had Leeds thinking uh, thinking they'd won it, then Norwich equalised and thinking well, we've got a point, and then Leeds in the ninety fourth minute, come a bit like watching Leicester, isn't it? Really? Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing for Norwich, though, isn't it? Mm. They had they'd done the hard work by getting back into the game, which they were a bit lucky to do because I think Leeds had good chances to make it 2-0. Yes. But um they they did the hard work, they got back on level terms, and then they, they couldn't go lose out the game. Yes, yeah. And yeah, that's very like watching Leicester. Leeds needed it um, because, I mean, now the, the 26 uh, points, and like we say Everton have got those games in hand, but, you know, um, and, and they're four points ahead Everton, but they're not clear of it yet. No. And again, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Leeds have got to play, I think it might be Everton, it might be Newcastle. They've got to play the team around then. Yeah. And... Those are crucial, crucial games that could be the difference between staying up and going down. Mm. When I worry about um, Everton, there's just no fight at all. Yeah. Like I said, they can't defend, they're not attacking, you know, they're not scoring goals. Leeds, I think at least, especially in their home games, when they get the crowd behind them, they're going to go forward, they're going to try and win games. Whether they can or not, that's the question, but they're going to try to win games. They're going to play on that front foot, especially at Ellen Road. They're going to try and win because that's how they play. Yep. And that's yep. just exciting to watch. Like, mm. As much as none of us like Leeds, they are exciting to watch because it can go really right or it can go incredibly wrong. Yes. I think with Bantam back, it's more likely to go right. 
having you know seen the, the way the last two seasons have gone totally and i mean what i like about leeds and i don't mind leeds everybody uh i was watching what you know when you know when you go onto youtube and you start watching something youtube takes you on the most amazing journey and you end up watching something completely different at three o'clock yeah. in the morning yeah, and, and I am that person. I, watch, I think I'm only going to watch some 10-minute clips and then it recommends something. Oh, click on that. Like you say, you end up watching um, cruise ships being beached in Turkey or something. Yeah. But it was showing sort of the um, the, the, the most – well, it, 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 they called it the, the worst game ever for sort of, you know, for tackles and injuries. And that was when Leeds played Chelsea. So you can see why they got the nickname Dirty Leeds. But what I like about Leeds is they don't – they don't brag that, well, we were this big club, so we deserve it, like mm. a couple of clubs we've already mentioned. You know, they'd been down there with us. You know, they, mm. they didn't come straight back up like we did. They had to fight their way back out of it. And, you know, they've always, uh, you know, that that fair play to them for that. I hope they stay up. I've got to be honest with you. I think a bit of that is because I want Everton to go down. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean... Out of, out of Everton, if you if it was down just to Everton and Leeds, it's bye bye Everton. Yes, because like I can say they've just not got the fight, and yeah. they've spent so much money Everton and professionalism. You might not going to win every game, of course you're not. No. Nobody does, but you put in the effort, and I'm not. That's what I don't see from Everton, and yes. the, the Evertonians deserve better than that. They deserve better. Yeah. Yeah, well, all, all fans do, don't they, basically? But 87 minutes now at Sellerhurst Park, and it's still nil-nil. Um, I, I would imagine it's quite an exciting nil-nil, to be honest with you. But, uh, <laughs> but there we go. Now, I got this one wrong because um, Southampton had been on a good run of form, um, and and they were, they were going under the radar slightly. Um, with uh, with, with their results, you know, they were um, they're up in 10th, um, but they suddenly seem to have the last three games they lost to Villa 4 0, they lost to Newcastle 2 1, and obviously they now lost to Watford. And Watford, they you know they, they've given themselves a lifeline, it, you yeah. know. Mella, who's a Watford fan, comes on and gives me some stick because I think the same of Watford as I do of Norwich. But, <laughs> Yeah, you know, I think to just yeah, just go down and disappear, please. But you know, maybe maybe Roy might just pull off a miracle. Yeah, because I think again, I don't think they're I'd playing like... for a while either. So I think Roy's going to have a chance to really get his ideas into the team more. He's going to make him harder to beat. Yeah, it's not yep. going to be attractive football because it's not. Yep. It never is with nope. Roy, but he's going to make them harder to beat. And when you are where they are, in a relegation battle like they are, that is what you need. That's why I feel that Watford and Burnley could both get out of it. Yeah. And then yeah. that drags Everton and whoever's above yeah. them. Yeah. Like you say, you know, you're not, you're not, you're not probably not going to see sort of, you know, Watford scoring bags of goals, but they're not going to concede as many. Um, yeah. If you're not conceding as many, then you're going to do well. Mike, good afternoon. How are you? He says, well, evening, Louise. Welcome to Leicester till I die. 
Um, he is he is one of the nicer Man United fans, if I'm honest with you. You know, although his nice side is his Newport side, is is not so nice <laughs> side is his Man United side. All right, Mike, hope you're feeling better, mate. You uh, you you uh, <laughs> you were positive with COVID. Like I say, and you haven't got being a Man United fan, there's not much you can be positive about this season. And that is probably about the tenth time I've actually used that joke, and I'm gonna milk it until you're better. <laughs> and it's now um 80 90 minutes. We are on at 90 minutes, guys, and it is Palace nil, Manchester City nil. You can see Liverpool and the Scousers going mad, can't you? You know, yes, very much so. But I yeah. also see the Palace fans going mad because they don't see results like that very often, do they, against teams like Man City? So no, no, they'll be no. incredibly happy as well. They don't. And and yes, Mike, you did beat us in the FA Cup, but you beat us as Newport. You didn't beat us as Man United. So <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey ho. <laughs> Just so as well, we're waiting for that result to come through. What's happening to Southampton? I mean, I like Southampton. I've you know, I do like Ralph, and I would have Ralph if ever Brendan left. I'd be quite happy to have Ralph, and I would have Ralph personally over Graham Potter. And all credit to Southampton. I think I said last week, two nine-nil defeats in two seasons, and they've stuck with him, and he's yeah. got them into that top half. But like I said, you know, the, the wheels just seem to have come off the wagon somewhat. Yeah, it, 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 that's Southampton, though, isn't it? That's what yeah. always happens. At some point, it comes off, and but again, the size of squad they have, mm. that's going to happen. If you're going to get injuries, you're going to get red cards, you're going to get players. COVID at the minute, there's going to be loads of reasons why, you know, things happen in the season. Yes. And they're not a side like us that have got a second team. We just, neither of us have. No. So when that happens, that's when the results dip. However, I think they had a really good start to the season and that can't be taken for granted. You know, mm. they when they have the full squad, they seem to do okay. Yeah. Five minutes added time, by the way, or as we say, oh. pep time. So, but yeah, I agree, and 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 I got that one totally wrong, as you can see with with my guess. Um, I got this one wrong as well. This is I, I started off well. Uh, I'm a bit, I'm a bit like right myself. I've started off really well, and it all went to pot, you know. But um, West Ham and Aston Villa. Uh, West Ham doing a Leicester this season. Um, they've still not beaten Seville. I think there's only one side that's beaten Seville in Europe, one English side, and that happens to be, be us. Let's not be, let's not beat about the bush. Um, Villa, we said it before, I think we touched on it last week. So up and down under Gerard, yeah. And again, though, you know, he's not been there that long and he's not an experienced manager. No, you know, so when things happen, he's learning as much as the players are. And I love Stevie G, obviously, for what he did for England. Yeah, like you can't, but it's so different being a player to being a manager. There's mm -hmm. so different skills there, and he's a leader, yeah. like no doubt. But mm. again, being able to I shout mean, at someone on the pitch is very different to having to actually manage them and the rest of the yes. Yes. And in fairness, when we got Brendan from Celtic, he'd already managed in the Premier League. Yes. Like, this is completely new to, 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 to Stevie G. Like you're saying, it is different. Managing in, managing Rangers or Celtic is completely different to managing any club in, in England, you know, because you know 
unless you, you really cop things up or you get a points deduction or whatever, you're going to finish first or second. Um, so, yeah, I, it, it, you, you, I, think, I don't think you will be given time. And the good thing for Villa is, you know, they've got all the money from the um, um, Grealish sale, yeah. And, you know, they, they didn't have to spend. They got Cortinho for a good price. And that is, a, I think that's going to be an excellent signing. Once he gets yeah. back into his stride and, and used to the English game again, I really wish in a way we had gone for him. But then, you know, who would you leave out? Um, but, yeah, the thing with Coutinho is class is class. It's like Ronaldo. When you want to yeah. do it, they're going to do it. And he's yes. going to he's going to have more games where he is that focal point. He is the best mm-hmm. player in that side. Ronnie might not always have that because at some point, obviously, his age-wise, he's going to slow yeah. down. He is human, believe it or not. Yeah. Um, and obviously, Man United are going to buy players. Villa, on the other hand, Probably not same high price that the players. Yeah, yeah. So it Mike, Mike, who who is the walking encyclopedia of football, always corrects me and quite rightly corrects me. I thought they'd bought him to be, or they got an option to buy him. Is that it? and he's on loan yeah. apparently? Yeah. I, I thought, um, but the other thing that Mike says, quite right, Mike, and you know, thank you for for correcting me. Uh, I. I should have I should have said that and then not actually put that up on the thing and pretended <laughs> that I just realised um, I, I got that wrong there. But yeah, he has got the pulling power. That is yeah. it, you know. Um, oh, sorry, Mike says here they are negotiating a permanent deal. I, I, I kind of thought there was something in there. West Ham, on the meantime, again they're, they're, they're sort of struggling a bit now. They started off really, really well. Um, that they've sort of started to drop a little bit earlier than, than Leicester have in previous seasons. Um, but they haven't got, again, a huge squad. Oh, and it's literally just finished Crystal Palace nil, Manchester City nil. Well done. I think there's going to be a lot of people watching the Arsenal-Liverpool game later in the week. Um, yeah, which even is- bigger now, even bigger. Yeah, it is. What a game. What a game. We take it into one point. But then, you know, this Arsenal, they could just go and beat Liverpool the season they're having. But yeah. West Ham, they kind of, they have kind of, uh, I say, wheels off the wagon a little bit. But then, as we just said, then Arsenal you know, are coming back, you know, that they haven't been for a couple of seasons. But, but that's see- what you want. That's what you want in the division. Obviously, yes. we want Leicester to win everything. Of course we do. Yes. Not going to happen, but that's what we want. But yes. that's what you want. You want different teams getting into Europe. You want, you know, different teams winning it, finishing in that top four. Yes. And that's why, obviously, it's disappointing that we didn't finish in those top four because we wanted it, but also because it would have been nice to see someone else representing us. Yes. Yes, and quite right, as you said there, Mike, very emotional. We did actually uh, mention that right at the, the top of the show about about him, and, and uh, well done to him. And I can say credit to the Villa fans for actually applauding uh, as well. Uh, I think that would have meant a lot to him. I say I'd got that wrong. I went for a draw. And we come to, yes, the aforementioned, um, oh, what kind? What can I say? I can only say Arsenal! Arsenal! <laughs> For those of that remember Morecambe and Wise. 2-0. Uh, um I I was a bit disappointed. I got the absolute 
poo thrown at me. I was the proverbial fan. Uh, <laughs> and I don't mean football fan, I mean electric fan, because I had all this shit thrown at me that you can imagine, because I dared to criticise and call... I said to, I said basically the bell ends back, because it was the substitutions. You 2 nil down, and you take a right-back off and replace him with a right-back, a defensive midfielder off and replace him with a defensive midfielder, and you still stick with one up front and you take off Inacho and put Dakar on, you might as well just have run the white flag up and go, we surrender, we'll, we'll end the game now, the points are yours. Maybe, but I think hmm. I think this season for a long time has hinged on winning this conference. Because that's it. Yes. That is Europe. That's the only way we're going to get into it. It's not happening in the league for us. No. So... I want to believe that those substitutions were made for the game on Thursday. That's what I want to believe. I won't know until Thursday. However, to make those substitutions, like you say, when you're 2-0 down, sends a very wrong message for the Premier League. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because you, you should be saying, well, if we do this and we do this, like we need to finish as high as we can, get as many points as we can, every yeah. game matters. You know, it doesn't matter whether we're 3-0 down, we play the same as if we're 3-0 up. That's yep. the thing that you should say. Yep. And those institutions don't really reflect that that's what he wants. Mm. But I, with I, the interesting I, stuff we've had, maybe he's just saying, you know what? Yes, this season alone, I have to choose. I'm choosing Thursday. The thing is, though, you know, if if he's if he was resting in DD for the Rens game, I kind of get it, but then Mendy can't play against Wrens anyway because he is he's not in that in that squad. So why bring in Didi on at all? Mendy wasn't having a bad game. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was he was doing all right. I'd I'd love to keep Mendy, but I don't think we will. Why not bring Chowdhury on? Um yeah. Piera, I mean James Justin, you know, didn't make an appearance. Um Who's going to start, Pierre or Justin? I just, I, I can't see it for me personally, and it's all about opinions. And what what gets me, and, I, and I, I'll say this now, I'm going to have my little rant now. <laughs> Put your feet up, get a coffee. Um, I did have to kick a few people out of the Facebook group over the weekend because I put a, a comment about that. Now, I don't always put, as an admin of any group, you don't necessarily put what you believe. You put what you think will get a response because that's how social media works. You know, yeah. if, if I don't get responses in the group, then or on my Twitter or Instagram, whatever, then you don't, it's not worth having one. It's the same when people say, oh, talk sport. They're always down on Leicester and what have you. I say, yeah, but you're talking about them now. You'll get on the phone and you'll ring up and have a go at them. <laughs> that's what they yeah. want, you know. Yeah. Uh, but okay. some, some people can't seem to to sort of compute that, you know, and and I always say that if you disagree with the, the post, whatever the, whatever the post says, come up with an alternative answer, you know, and don't yeah. just say, and the favourite one is always, oh, that shit, it's in the sun. Why is it, you know, why come yeah. up and say why we shouldn't get that player or why whatever, and, you know, it all got a bit personal, and actually I had to get, it does not mean, because I criticised Brendan Rodgers, does not mean I want him out, you know. And on a recent show that we did, uh, which was a sort of in and out show, uh, should I stay, should I go sort of thing, 
I am very much Brendan in because he's here on a long-term project. But that doesn't mean that we cannot <laughs> criticise because I'm sure a lot of people who are criticising zonal defending. I know a lot of people are criticising substitutions in the past, you know, and okay, you know, people say, well, it's Arsenal, it's a given, we haven't won there in how many, and I know all that, but we're allowed to criticise, and it doesn't mean we're not a fan, it doesn't mean we're any less of a fan than other people, so I had to get that off my chest, so do apologise for that. But The thing if, is, it's, it's like you're saying, this is what I said, I saw a lot of Brendan Rodgers out in certain parts of this season, and I, my comment is always the same, okay, let's get rid of him, who do you want? And I never get a reply back. Yeah. Never ever get the reply back. I want this manager. Mm. And then I go, well, okay, that's not really very realistic. Do you think we yeah. really could get him? And you can have a conversation. That's how conversations work. Yes. Yeah. But no, well, it's just my opinion is wrong about what I think I is, this, right? So who are we going to get? If you want Brendan out, who are we going to get? Den Hag. He isn't going to come to us. You know, no. we 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 yeah, we've won the FA Cup, yes. We've won the Premier League once, five, six years ago, yes. If it's a choice of Man United playing like they are now, or Leicester, you're going to go to Manchester United. I'm sorry, it's the yeah. fact of life, you know. Ancelotti, do you remember every time we sat to manager, Ancelotti was being mentioned, we yeah. should get Ancelotti. Well, he went to Everton and, you know, look how that worked out. <laughs> Not very well. Yeah, I don't so, think that's Ancelotti, though. I think that's Everton, to be honest. I no, think possibly, yeah. Things possibly. that have gone on and things that are going on up, up top there, I, I just yes. think the whole club needs to be shaken and sorted out. Yeah. Uh, Anthony, yeah, I should say welcome along, but I don't know if I can do. He did the watch along with me and he was uh, an Arsenal fan and he kind of, Kind of enjoyed it. And in fairness, <laughs> Anthony, all credit to you. I would have done, you know, the other way around. Um, he's been waiting in the shadows for us to get to this game. This is what he thought. Yeah, starts at nine, be about, you know, 10 o'clock. We'll get to Leicester. I'll pop on <laughs> just in time for that. Mike said, yeah, you know, we, we should have lost more. They hit the post, you know. Uh, and quite, quite right here. Journalism is an act of what's right to get clicks and different opinions, hence why sometimes there are false rumours to get. It is, you know, and I can say, I won't put a false rumour on my face, you know, in the Let's Die Facebook group, but I'll put an opinion. Now, yeah. you say, whether that, you know, if I was to put a go, oh, Leicester were unlucky, we should have won it, you'd probably get, I'd probably get 75% saying, yeah, brilliant, stick with the club, well done, mate, you know. Um, but I'd probably only get 10 comments or something but because i put that and they're saying well you, you know that doesn't always work i went well you replied to it <laughs> so it obviously does work you know people are more likely to be angry than they are happy in yes. any situation yes i've had to no. customer service for a long time oh. and there is always someone willing to be angry and unhappy yes yes and it, somebody said on the show on the show I did earlier, which was the the Arsenal show. Um, I can't remember who it was. I, it might have been you, Anthony. I can't remember. But somebody said that if Arsenal keep winning, AFTV is going to have to shut down. And I do know. I do know that Talk Sport had to go at them because they had Robbie on a few years ago, saying yeah. that he gets more clicks when you know, uh, or more watches when Arsenal lose. And so did they. Yeah, it's a yeah, exactly. It's a fact. People do not ring up. Well, very few people. For every five people that ring up to say, 
you know, this team had a good game and we won and we deserved it. You'll get yeah. 15 or 20 from the opposition ringing up to have a go <laughs> because, yeah. because you'd lost, you know. Um, but Matt, I, mean, I mentioned this earlier, Matt. Celebrate, you've got better things to do than ring in in a talk show. Yes. If your team's lost and you're miserable. Yes, yeah. yeah. You just pick up the phone, innit? Yeah, Ralph Hussenthal again. Yes, you quite I, again. I mentioned this early, didn't I? But just to say, I don't want Brendan to go. You know, he's he's, he's coming for a project. Um, and I've got to be honest with you, Tillemans may or may not go. The rumors are now he may not go. He's waiting yeah. till the season ends and he's going to see who's in the you know Champions League places in in each of the countries. I don't think he'll go anywhere. Or to a club that's not in the Champions League because that's what he wants. Yeah. Uh, but I think he's looking over his shoulder and going, "Hang on a second, Fafana's just signed a new contract. He's yeah. committing himself to the club. Repeat, you know, Ricardo, one of the best right backs, you know, in in Europe, and he's just re and Justin, another young guy, has just committed as well. And he's probably looking at that and going, "Well." I wonder who they're going to get in. And he's not stupid. He knows the, the sort of season we've had with injuries. And he might, the rumours are, he might be looking at this and going, yeah, maybe I will give him another couple of years. I think Yuri, if he wants it, can go on to bigger and better things. I think he's good of enough course, to yeah. do that. Yeah. And if he leaves in the summer, he goes with my blessing. 1,000%. But yeah. he's got to be careful because... I don't want players to stay because they're going to play. But if he stays at Leicester, he's playing every game he's fit. Yes, yes. No problem. He is playing every single week. Yeah. If he goes to Manchester United, Chelsea, Juve, whoever it be, mm. that isn't guaranteed. And, you know, yeah, OK, you might get the medal, but if you've not played, you've not won the medal. Yes. Yes. You know what I mean? You've not won the medal, you've not played or you've not played many. When we, when we won the Premier League, Richie Delat got a medal, but mm. for two-thirds of the season, he'd been on loan somewhere. It was, was it medals? Because he got two medals, didn't he? He got he got the medal for yeah for being in <laughs> he it, but he he he, he hadn't been in the even at the club for I say, over two-thirds of the season. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure wherever he went, he got, he, I think they got, did they win the the playoffs or something where we where we went. Oh, I that's what you got, mean. That's what you mean. Yes, I think they did. In the season, I think he got, he got one yes. for winning the Premier League with us, and then one for I think I think it must have been playoffs. I don't think they won. I don't think he won the, yes. the championship. But yeah, he yeah, so did, did get two medals. Yes, yeah. Um, but. Yeah, he said that's how it goes. But we'll wait and see, you know. Um, I mean, Rennie says here he's playing for Rogers to stay. You know, Rogers is going to, you know, he's good. Uh, it's good with the youngsters. And look at the players that are coming through. You know, I mean, we, uh, we we don't have to go out and buy as many because, we, you know, we look and look at the sort of players that we're getting in. Uh, and he buys, you know, when players he buys generally are younger. And yeah. If you've got a five-year plan or whatever it is, and I think, you know, our owners, and we said about them all being businessmen earlier, but they're not bad at what they do, you know, and they've got plans for this club, the stadium rebuild, you know, all all the land that they're going to make with the big megastore and hotel and, and everything else. I mean, it's going to be absolutely massive. They're committed to the club. And I just, you know, I, I just... 
you know, as you, you bring a manager in and you say, right, we're going to give you five years. And yes, obviously, you know, if we were now sat down in 19th place or 18th place, it would be a different conversation altogether. But we're not, you know, we're I, not going to I get still be saying keep him. I'd still be saying keep him because I think yes. oh, well, even if you're in that position, Brendan Rodgers is the kind of manager you want. He's yes. got experience. You know, he's managed in the league before. Again, if you let him go, who's coming? Yes. Yeah, but what I'm but for me, like I say, he's only say two two seasons, two full seasons into whatever his plan is. Um, Fergie at Man United, you know, he he rebuilt two or three times. Um, you've got to do that if you're going to be a lot somewhere a long time. I think he probably realizes his chances of going on to um, a bigger club like you know. Madrid, Barcelona is going to be a little bit out of it now. Even Man United, you know, I think it's kind of, you know, he was linked with these clubs before. He's not being now. But, yeah, let him do it. Because if we get rid of him, we're just going to start again. So exactly. we've got another five-year plan. And another, but, uh, you say and he's, I, not, he's not being talked about with these clubs. Mm. But he was last season. That's what I mean. Yes, I'm saying he, he was there. Have mm. another great season like that. And if we talked about these jobs again. So that's what people look at. Yeah. All they look at is where are they in the division? Yeah, they don't that... look at the injuries we've had. They don't look at the results we've had, how we've actually played. All it is, well, yeah. Brendan Rodgers quite clearly can't manage because Leicester aren't in the top six. Yes, yeah. Which is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yes. Yeah, wait, no, I agree. And it's a very good point you make there uh, about that. Um well, well, welcome. Now, uh, <laughs> Charlie, a Man City fan. Hello, sir. Um, yeah, you're going to be looking over your shoulder now, aren't you, a little bit? Um, it was all about Man City dropping points, not Liverpool winning them, and you're keeping your end of the deal up, I think, at the moment. Terry yeah. fell asleep between your shows. Well, thank you, Terry. <laughs> what does that say? Um, Mike says here, uh, I just like the Husenthal model. He fits Leicester by buying cheap and retaining a good squad. He does. Like I say, if Rogers was to go, that's the guy I'd want to, to, to go and, and get in. Um, we need to beat top clubs um, for Europe. Sorry, Rene. We need to beat top club in for UEC, uh, I'm not sure what you mean there. I'm not sure what you mean, Scott. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning. Again, I've, I'm completely lost with everything. I'll cover all my bases. Uh, apologies for being late. That's okay. Have you got a letter from your mum? <laughs> I expect to see it. Step, you're gonna have half an hour's um, uh, what do they call it? Oh, god, what did they used to call it when you're at school and they kept you behind? So it's not suspension. Detention. Detention, that's it, yeah. Uh, half an hour detention there, Scott. Um, <laughs> when he says, don't worry, say sorry. Luca, welcome along, mate. How are you? Well, we finished talking about Arsenal, so we're happy now. We're looking forward. <laughs> that's another one we've consigned to the waste bin of this season, you know. I think, for, for, for I mean, you know, I haven't got the, 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 the tables because obviously there's the game on tonight. But yeah. uh, we just refresh this and see what it is. So, yep, yeah, you're now looking at, um, and the Premier League haven't updated it yet. Well done, Premier League. You've got you've got one job after all. You are, it is the Premier League, and it's your really website well. hasn't updated the table. Um, that said, nor has the BBC. Oh, we're doing really well. Here. Is anybody thinking about updating the table at all? Is, you know, is it is it that hard to do? We'll, we'll try. 
we'll try Sky. Let us try Sky and just see where the table is because uh, if they haven't, I'm giving up. I really am. Um, let's get Sky. Here we go. Um, tables. Here we go. And yes, they've updated it. They've updated it. So, yeah, Manchester City now. No, they haven't updated it because Manchester City haven't played an extra game yet. No, nobody's updated. Anyway, there, there is literally four points between them. I know, but the Sky, the BBC, the Premier League haven't done it yet. One point between them. Uh, Liverpool coming back at them. They've made it interesting. Um, we said earlier, I think we're both going for Manchester City still at that. And at the other end, and let's just get rid of this. At the other end... Um, Too difficult to say. It is. Really Norwich, awesome. I think, is definitely the one that's going down, without a doubt. I think they're losing games they need to win. Mm. And that's obviously not good. Yes. <laughs> Making up with the gin. No, that's just for you. That's not for me. <laughs> um, do you think maybe a shake-up in the backroom staff is needed? Colo... Um, should be replaced to give Rogers more food for thought. To be honest with you, whoever is in, it's, it's got to be Rogers' choice because Rogers has got to work with them. And this is why I don't like directors of football because it's very rare that it you, that they get on because they have yeah. obviously football's opinions and they've got different opinions. And I think your backroom staff have got to be not necessarily the director of football, but the, certainly Roger's staff has got to be Roger's choice. And I don't think for one millisecond that they're not practising these things on training yeah. field. Yes. You're not telling me they're not practising corners and free kicks, the amount we've let in this season. Yeah. Yes. Of course they are. Of course yeah. they are. For yeah. just whatever reason, players aren't getting it in the reds. No. And you've got clubs, and I know that Arsenal, because I was talking to, to, to Rich from over and over um, Arsenal uh, in the show earlier, and he said, you know, you know, it, they'd said that Arsenal had been practising corners mm -hmm. because they knew we were, you know, vulnerable from them. Um, Rene, thought oh. on Scott Brown will be coaching role defender, I think. Scott, I th as far as I understand it, Scott is coming in because Brendan's giving him a favour of saying, come and just see how it works. We're not actually, I don't think, employing him as such, are we? That's how I understand no, it. No. I mean, he had him as a player at Celtic. He's retired now from playing. He wants to get into coaching. He always has done. And Brendan, as far as I understand it, said, come on down and, and see how it goes. You know, he hasn't offered him a job. He's just said, come on down until you sort of get sort of something out and you can see how, how things surely, operate and get involved. A club in Scotland are going to offer him some sort of coaching role. I'm sure they will at some point. He's been yeah, at Celtic, you know. the biggest, well, one of the biggest clubs up there for yes. his whole career. Yeah. He's won loads of stuff up there. Yeah. You'd but of course, it's all about getting your licences these days, isn't it? And Yeah, you know, I mean... If you'd had any brains, though, we would have been doing them while he was still playing. Well, yes, yes, then, indeed. But then again, you know, brain cells, footballers don't always get no, together, do they? <laughs> you know, Leicester City. Um, it looks like it's going to be mid-table for us, um, and, and I, I, I don't think that's bad, to be honest with you. You know, we're, you know, if we remember sort of where we have been, and we've had two really good years. We've won the FA Cup and the Community Shield. It, it's not a bad place to be in, and we have still got Europe. 
I don't know if we can go on and win the Conference League. And I just think it's unfortunate that it's been called the Conference League. But I want to because it's a European trophy. You well, know, it's not just that, but it just gets into the Europa for next season, which yes, is exactly. yeah, yeah, huge. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Obviously, we're not going to do that through the league. So this is literally the only way. And that's why I say maybe that's what he's doing. He's putting all the eggs in the European basket. Yes. Yeah. We, we and won't that's a dangerous know. thing to do, but at yeah. the same time, if it pays yeah. off. Yeah. And that's the thing. We could win a trophy this season. For mm. everything that's been going on at Leicester, we could win a trophy this season. Yeah, we are still in with a chance, you know. I've got to be honest with you, and, and I was—I should have done this when we we did the Manchester United game, but we we've got more chance of winning something than this season than this. I did do it early, but I think it's only right that I do it every show. Uh, 14 years, 14 days, 4 hours, 48 minutes and 13 seconds. And you ain't going to win anything this season, Tottenham, and we still can. So whether we will or not is something else. But, you know, we we did well in the first leg against Wrens. I mean, that second goal was so important, right, wasn't so, it? Yeah. You know, it just gives um, you that extra cushion and that ability to try and go forward to get a third and really kill it off. Yes, yeah. Do you you wonder why? And I I wrote, I wrote it down early, so I did want to to ask you about it. In Acho, top goal scorer last season, him and Vardy played well up front in the two. Nowhere to be seen this year. Yeah, I can't answer the question because I don't know. No, I don't know why that is. And again, like it's unfair when you when if you are the best at what you do at the club that you are at, you should be playing. Mm. Especially when Vardy's injured. Like, But then again, you brought Patson in. Why bring him in if you're not going to play him? Like, yes. It, yes. It's so hard to juggle a squad. And when yeah. Vardy comes back, both of them will be on the bench. So. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, it, 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 oh, well, we, we miss him, don't we? We miss Jamie. But, For sure, uh, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, thank you as always, Louise. Uh, great show. As, as, yeah. uh, as uh, I forget who it was earlier, said, uh, welcome to uh, Leicester Till I Die. Been great. Hope you've enjoyed this one as much as last week. Yeah, very and, much so. uh, I love having you on. It's brilliant. And I will see you same time, same place, as they say. Next week. Next week. And um, we will be talking, hopefully about a Leicester win against Brentford and being in the quarterfinals of the uh, Europe, Europa Conference League. That's Fingers so. crossed. Fingers <laughs> crossed. <laughs> Thanks so much, Louise. All the best for you and your family. Take care. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Cheers. Bye-bye. Oh, thanks so much to Louise. Great, absolutely great addition to the uh, channel. Really, really pleased to have her. Um, and thanks so much. What I want you to do, though, if you can do something for me before you go, just... just... (laughs) 
yeah if you could like the, the like the, the, the show uh share it if you can and subscribe to the channel it would be in the words of that great 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 poet laureate it would be fun dabby dozy Thanks very much for watching and uh, thanks very much if it's on podcast for listening as well. Really do appreciate the listeners on podcast. I mean, it's mad. It is t- it's nearly 4,000 downloads since January. I mean, uh, it, 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 it blows my mind. It really does. So thank you very much for all the listens on podcast. We will be back tomorrow at 9 o'clock with the prediction show. <laughs> It's just going to go wrong again, isn't it? We have hardly got any right. And you know you're having a bad week when Steve Linux has actually got more right than you. That kind of sums up that you know you're having a bad week. Respect, Steve. Respect to you. But you do know that it's not your forte predictions. Uh, maybe that's because Scott did them for you. Mm. Scott. Send him a message. Ask him if he, if he wants you to do it this week for him. <laughs> See you tomorrow at nine o'clock. Thank you so much for whether it was watching or listening. Really does I really do appreciate it. I will see you tomorrow at nine. Take care and remember, don't do anything that I wouldn't enjoy. Good night. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.